Welcome to Moody Broads, everything that you've ever wanted and never knew you needed. I'm your host, Rachel Riley. I'm I'm Rachel Wrangle. Did that really just throw you the fuck off right now? It did, because I thought you were like saying, okay, I'm going to say it, and then you were telling me what you were going to say, and then you were going to say it prop, like like for real. Like I thought that was a test for, that's okay, we're here, we're in it, we're in it. It's live. We're fucking, we're fucking in it today. It's not live, but it's rolling, rolling. Roll out. (laughs) What are we fucking doing today? Uh, (laughs) It's Wacky Wednesday. It is, but this comes out on Thursdays. Fuck. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't Oh so Rich, how you okay. how you doing today, Rich? How's how are things going in your uh, part of the country, the west oh. west coast, west side? Man, I'm in the fucking thick of it right now. So that's a thing. Like, yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been rough, yo. It's been fucking rough. rough. Um. I would like to say that tomorrow is a very big day for me. Spill the Do you beans. know what's happening? Oh, I know. But tell tell the, the squad, the listeners. I am getting my Christmas gift. My massaging bed frame. <laughs> I'm so pumped. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, but on top of that, though, uh, I have to clean my room. And my kids are currently doing that thing where uh, one of them touches one another and the other one doesn't like it. So they're like, ah, ah. and then I can't get Baxley to say please, but he'll say peacock. Mm. Like taught him how to say peacock, which he says, like, even if he'll just walk around the house going peacock, 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 which he thinks is great. And then also I'm pretty sure he said penis last night. And my mom and Zach said that that's not what they said what he said and I said I'm pretty sure it is I say the word penis quite often and Zach was like my mom was like wow I don't understand why you say the word penis and I was like because they are going to be those kids that know the anatomically correct words for their business firstly and second if you know the anatomically correct terminology then you're less likely um to be abused because you yeah so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I would also, uh, as someone who has never raised a boy, um, I'm, I'm just going off what I've heard. They they tend to mess with their penises a lot. And you have to be like, oh. yeah, you have to be like, please stop doing that at the dinner table. So like the word penis is going to come up in conversation when you're raising sons. Yeah. And uh, oh, I it, would it's, just it's rather coming up in my house it. now, too, because my kids also we, we try to use the correct. Uh, I mean, sort of. We say yeah. vagina instead of labia. But, you know, you get the jet or not labia. Uh, vulva. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But like penis, yeah. Betty will be like, "Ew, Rufus has his penis out," and I'm like, "That is disgusting." <laughs> Rufus, put your penis away. Dog penises are the most disgusting things I think I've ever seen in my whole life, and I really don't know why I got male dogs because now there's dog penises in the house, like more than one because there's two dogs anyway. Um, yeah. So how did we get yeah. here? Oh, peacock. Um, I think that peacock. It's probably easier for him to say peacock than it is for him to say please because please has the pl and the z and the e. He says please. He I have heard oh. him fucking say it. Oh, so this is he, a choice. It's a f- 
we're having a we're having a, a power struggle in the house right now. Gotcha. And also, he was he was kind of a little bit of an asshole like the past mm-hmm. few days. But in all of us being sick, uh, I didn't realize that his molars were coming in because all of us are still kind of like battling this bug thing i don't know i don't know it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter tell me what's going on with you before we get started on Ooh, i just want to share with everybody that i took the hamster to the vet (laughs) (laughs) biter oh my god that fucking hamster's arm is huge yes it looks it well i'm trying to like figure out, it looks like a little vienna sausage with a small hand atta- with like the donald trump hand attached yes. to it it's it's That's very what it alarming looks like. it was it was one of those things where it went from completely normal to swollen overnight and then it's just gotten a little bit worse every day and so obviously i kind of had to take a look in the mirror and ask myself who are you who mm, yeah, yeah who do you want to be sure. today and i decided you know what i'm going to be that person that takes a hamster to a vet because you know it's ethically it is my duty as a hamster hamster owner to ensure that it's mm-hmm. you know and, and that's the other thing is like yeah they don't live for very long but like as far as I know he's otherwise healthy and like you know you gotta give you gotta give him a shot and you know also like we talked about last week I was definitely having a lot of deep uh questioning in my heart over whether or not he was ready to go you know is it maybe he had things he wanted to do still and yeah. I would be robbing of him of that and also I was like you know what I bet it's not gonna be that expensive so I got out of there for a less than $120 and honestly that's fine I I was worried that yeah. I was gonna get there and they were gonna see some dumb bitch bringing in a hamster and they were gonna be like huh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually asked someone yeah I actually asked someone and I was like hey I remember you saying something about hamsters she's like actually it's guinea pigs and I was like well I have a friend of mine who has a hamster that's over two years old and has a swollen arm and she's not sure if she should take it to the vet or not she's like hey man two years like you're living the good life (laughs) I know like honestly like if this hamster lives another six months like that's great um and so I guess I just felt this pull in my heart you know because like you're such a good person i just like you know we can spend 100 bucks on a meal sometimes you know so i was like this is his oh i know his little hammy life anyway and it just looked like it fucking hurt so anyway i take this hamster to the vet and they're like oh wow okay yeah hmm yeah uh let's get the scale and the lady's like which scale he's like you're gonna have to go back in the closet way back (laughs) underneath the table behind the box Mm -hmm. of files there's a a a, a small food scale you're gonna get that so they come out (laughs) (laughs) so they put this hamster in this like little bowl that fits into the food scale and he weighs 190 grams and look i'm not i'm not privy to what the average you know weight of a hamster is but that seemed kind of fat and so now we're also doing a little bit of like body shaming but i'm gonna wait till he feels better to like truly body shame him because he's you're a really good person i don't know about that i waited several days to take him in he but you know what's weird and what the vet said is better late than never just like your period (laughs) pregnancy jokes um yep I went there I I will say that the even the vet and I were both kind of like yeah he doesn't really seem like he's in pain like it looks like it hurts but like he's not biting he's eating he's drinking and Mm -hmm. he is running on his motherfucking wheels so you know what I take back what I said about him being overweight 
is probably mass. It's probably like just solid muscle. Muscle. At this point. He probably loves hamster weights. Yeah. I mean, he may have them in there. I don't know. He digs a lot. He's got a lot of stuff in that cage uh, that I may not be able to see under all that bedding. Um, And I don't, I don't know. So anyway, hamster went to the vet. So that's, uh, that's, that's the, this week's chapter of where has my life come to? Uh, uh, I have a confession to make ooh, to all of our broad squad people. Yes. I have an addiction to Uber Eats. Okay. Okay. Um, is this a problem? I mean, so Zach and I had the holiday party yep, yep. on Thursday last week. And uh, we had the buffet, but... I didn't go back for seconds and the plates were kind of small. So I got mostly salad. So obviously that did not fill me up. And then, you know, it's crazy because I went to get us some drinks and I ordered two glasses of wine and two beers and the guy for Zach and I, cause Zach was right there. And the guy was like, yeah, sure. And then I go back up and he's like, I can only serve you one drink at a time. And I was like, well, I'm actually getting a drink for my husband and I would like a club soda. Boom. And he's like, oh, okay. I can do that. Like, but earlier you gave me four drinks. That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, I digress. Uh, you know, I did, was tired because I have kids. And um, also I started pregaming a little bit before we left. So I asked Zach, I was like, what are our plans? He's like, I kind of want to hang out with the guys. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go home. And he said, okay. I, he's like, are you cool if I go hang out with the guys? And I was like, absolutely. And then he was like, what are you doing? Are you ordering a lift? And I was like, no, I'm ordering Uber Eats. He goes, what? Yes. And I said, yes, I'm hungry. Or I said, I'm going to be hungry by the time I get home. (laughs) So and I don't have anything in the house. (laughs) So he was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, nope. So I came home. I called my I texted my mom a bunch. And uh, she didn't answer any of it. So finally I called her and I was like, hey, the Uber Eats guy is going to be there. I need you to go out and grab my food. And she was like, I don't have a bra on. And I was like, well, he's going to be there in like two minutes. And I've been texting you for 15. Sometimes she accidentally, she's not very good with electronics. And that's okay. I'm also not good with electronics. But sometimes she accidentally blocks me. Like she doesn't know how she does it. Um and so um, I don't know if that was if that was the case at that point. It has happened before. Like there was one time I was texting her a lot and I was like, Mom, why the fuck are you like none of my text messages are going through to you? And Zach jokingly was like, maybe she has you blocked. And my mom's like, that's probably not what happened. And then she checks and it's like, unblock this caller. So anyways, yes, my mom, the real MVP of the story, went out without a bra and picked up my like 30 chicken whatever like chicken tenders that i ordered and then i ordered like 50 dollars worth of food oh my Rachel. god it will yeah uber eats like any of those services they add up because there's a delivery fee there's a service well, fee you gotta tip and then yeah you can't be a shitty human yeah. you gotta tip them uh no you absolutely have to um have to tip them so it's like, but it, it, uh, can, it can like literally double the cost Yes, and sometimes that's okay, and then sometimes it's not. Uh, when you're intoxicated and you just want food, it's okay. Hundred um, percent. But it was I way ordered better a, than you like going to a place and getting it yourself. Absolutely, and it was here by the time I got home, Ooh. and I had the bed to myself, and thing. I got a sample. 
I got a sampler platter <laughs> appetizers. In full disclosure, I did order this before Zach re- realized that he was not going to come home. So oh, so you I was thought like, that okay, this was I for thought both we were. Yes, so that's why there was so much food. Rachel, um, you don't. What? This is a safe place. You do not have to justify ordering entire appetizer platter. You don't have to. I mean, you don't have to. I ate it the next morning for breakfast. See, me and the kids so, did. But I, yeah, you stretched it. You were economical with I it. I did. I see nothing I wrong. Thought, with I really this. thought I was. Thank you. You're a good person. Uh, I can make anything make sense by lying. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not lying. That actually was a very <laughs> smart idea. We don't have the Uber Eats out where I live anymore, but we had it in San Antonio. And my God. See, we didn't have it in San Antonio. And then we didn't have anything like this in Guam. So Guam. I didn't have Amazon Prime when I was in Guam. Uh, oh, yeah. So let me tell you what. I'm living my best fucking life over here. You're just going ham I really, truly Civilization. Am. You are well, in the world yes, now. Yes, I'm also having a midlife crisis but it's not midlife you need to stop saying it midlife you are 31 you are not going to die at 62 that is premature death you are going to live into your 80s what what is it so it's not a quarter life crisis because if it were a quarter it would be 120 years so i would say third because like there's a very good chance that thanks to medical advancements and just the things that we know about the body there's a good chance we're gonna live into our 90s whether we like it or not because euthanasia is also illegal so yeah you need to be like calling it what it is you're having a third life crisis as am i i'm having a third life crisis yeah i like it anyways so that's that's a thing that's happening um let's third life cry i i feel you on that i went and saw my uh therapist who i flip and love i love this woman uh and i I, like i told you guys wait wait i have i have two doctors i thought it was a man no that's the guy who does my oh okay (laughs) i have a oh okay i have a pa who manages my prozac and then i have like a psychologist who i do the talky talk with uh i do the talky talk and do and then i do the walkie walk because you got to walk the talk and talk the walk which i'm trying to do both um Anywho, it's so good. weird I going to that. therapy when like my mental health is actually like in a really good place. Like, I mean, I, I get sad. I get like anxious. Like it happens from time to time. But like when I say it's good, I mean like it's not interfering with my daily life. Like my OCD symptoms are like well managed. Um, so like going to yeah. therapy, it's kind of like, what do we want to talk about? And then we just like get into things about life and like my marriage and my childhood and like my biggest source of anxiety, which is like, my parenting like am I a good mother is like the fucking chapter like the title of this chapter of my life is like am I a good mom like constantly second guessing myself so yeah I mean we we had a long talk about just like where that anxiety comes from and how I'm always trying to like find redemption for not completing other goals I thought I would do and so now my kids are like the ultimate goal like if I can just be the best mom ever it will all have been yeah the anyway I don't mean to treat this like therapy, but I also do. No, it's okay. I um I am also having some hardcore bad mom anxiety. Uh, I raised my voice to Baxley today because um, good lord, man, he is fucking testing me so much. Let me tell you. So I'm like grocery shopping and sometimes I don't put stuff away. It's fine. Whatever. I have a package of mandarin oranges on. It's like six cans in a box on the dining room table. And he has thrown it off the table three times today. Yeah. 
He doesn't give a just fuck. Just cause. No, he gives zero fuckos. And I, I don't know if I mentioned, like, his, so he's been a little kind of an asshole lately. And I guess his two-year molars broke through. Yeah, that'll do it. And we missed that. Um, but now his molars are broken through and he's still pushing the fucking limits. I mean, so. they, they are about to turn two. You were about to be in oh, the no. thick of the thick. I mean, it, not even that two is the hardest part. Three is really hard too. I mean, uh, literally, like it's all hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to make you feel worse, <laughs> but it doesn't get better. I'm no, just kidding. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. No, this is a really hard point. And then there's two of them, and they're at that age where they're like too young for regular preschool, and like. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm trying to like make friends that have kids. <laughs> yeah switch off like oh today you take them tomorrow yeah pretty much but also i couldn't imagine just dropping two of my my two toddlers on someone (laughs) they're like oh i have kids i can do this have you ever had twin toddlers (laughs) it's a special (laughs) have you ever been like it's tag teamed like you've never been tag teamed before that's an experience i have not gone through and therefore i cannot speak on but i get tired hearing about what your children are doing and i have two of them and i've spent a lot of time raising them by myself when my husband was physically not there and so it's like i you would think i get it but i don't i still don't get it because at least by the time my second one was born, my my other one was like kind of potty trained and like could like mm. say many things. Mm. We're we're going to um start potty training. I guess when did the poop story happen? That was last. Was weekend. it last week? Yeah, or last week. Sorry, last when week. Lennon pulled Lennon pulled her. No, oh, no, you haven't told the story. This is the segment oh of God. the show where we talk about poop. I really feel like there should be a poop segment on here because I, like, when I was younger, I told everybody I didn't poop. Now, clearly, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. You'd be dead. That's that's a lie. You would be. Um, but it was just kind of an embarrassing thing. And so now that I have kids, like, I have no fucking shame. So anyways, uh... I'm trying to think how this even came about. So I put the kids down for a nap and they were up there giggling and playing. Um, Lennon is ready to be potty trained. She is ready. We've talked about this several different times. She is fucking ready to be potty trained. There is no getting around it. So poop. Put the kids down for a nap and it's loud. They're loud. Mm -hmm. They're making all sorts of noises. And I'm like, you know what? Let them play. They're not crying. They go down for a long ass nap. Nice. All right. Nice. Cool. Always good. Yeah. Go to wake them up. Go to wake them up. And uh, I walk in the room and I smell it. Like instantly. And I'm looking at my kids. It like hits you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instantly. I'm looking at my kids. And Lennon, whenever she does something that's, she's starting to get embarrassed now. Um, and so she does this like a squinty smile like it's I don't know how to explain it it's very squinty and it's very awkward and like like yeah ooh, that's not yeah oh it's not pleasant so anyways I go in there she's sitting in there and she's covered up by a blanket and I'm like it smells like poop and I look on the floor and there's nugs on the floor and I'm just like 
God fucking damn it. I just want to say that even though I just declared this poop segment a thing, I really hate talking about poop. So, like, I might have a hard time getting through this story, but I know that for the sake of the listeners who need to know this, for whatever reason, maybe they're going through it and they need to know they're not alone. Maybe they're considering having children and they need to know just don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do Um, it. I love my kids, but you will have to clean up. Oh, my God. At some point. Anyway, yeah, so much. So anyways, I go in and I'm like, mom. (laughs) And so she's like, what? And I was like, come up here. So my mom comes up into the room and I go over and look at Lennon. And she. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was because I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know where to start. Like, (laughs) it just kind of startled me. And so I'm like, will you take Baxley? And I, I go and look at Lennon and she's sitting like. In her crib, crisscross applesauce, but her pants are down around her ankles, and she doesn't have a fucking diaper on, and there is poop all over her hands and all over her oh, nether regions. Jesus. And I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. And then she's, like, holding her hands out to me, and I'm like, no, I don't want to touch you. Yeah. <laughs> so I have my mom take, you know, um, take Baxley downstairs and... I stripped the sheets, which are covered in dried poop, and I'm picking up nugs, and I'm just like, good fucking Lord, man. Good. Why? Why? Mom's like, make her pick them up. So I'm like, Lennon, we pick these up. We put them in. So I told her, we, you know, we put them in the toilet, and then I put her in the bathtub, and she's just sitting there in the bathtub with this awkward smile. And Baxley is downstairs screaming at the top of his goddamn lungs because his sister is getting a bath, and he is not. So it was just a really, it was a really fun time. And now that I'm retelling the story, I told Zach last night that I want a third child. But now that I'm retelling the story, he, like, I don't, like, I'm being super irrational right now. Mm. Like. Third life crisis. uh, Third life crisis shit, man. It's, it's there. All right. So anyways, that's a thing that happened to me last week. I am uncomfortable. Welcome to my fucking life. I don't even know how to be uncomfortable anymore. Like, I just, I can't even, what? This too shall what? pass. Like, I, I, I hate to be that person, but eventually it will. It will uh, pass, and then they will come up with new ways you to torture you. That. They will come up with new ways to make you want to cry. Uh, my kids oh no. don't throw Ugh, poop around the house, but they do uh, anymore. psychologically test me in ways that, make me question oh, yeah. what sort of For occupation sure. they'll have one day like possibly like interrogation uh, type work which i'm fine with just yeah. you know do what you need to do um, um i know yeah good time so we we were discussing and and on this subject uh and maybe we can open this up to our listeners we were talking about keeping that spark <laughs> so it's like let's me now that we've sat and talked about what happens when you when you do the sex and get pregnant and have a baby uh you yep. there's poop everywhere yeah right let's, let's uh now let's uh-huh, go back yeah. to the romance do 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 romance do 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 i'm just separating you know, the segment because now we're in a different segment this is oh romance bah, bah, bah. <laughs> i can't do that i don't know how i can because i'm basically that character from superstar <laughs> yeah yeah bah, 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 bah. um <laughs> yeah take it away rachel let's talk about love life romance and well all that shh i'm not gonna uh, say shit because we're done talking about off, shit we are done talking about shit. You sent uh, an article today um, about 
figging. Oh, okay. Now, no, wait. Are we going to talk about romance or are we going to talk about figging? Because those are two. Those are not. Those are not okay. the same thing. Well, okay. Well, I mean, but. <laughs> but. Um, you said they, but. <laughs> uh, they, I mean, you're talking about keeping the spark alive. And I don't think, like, I love fresh ginger. I love yeah, it. Yeah, in I love your ginger tea. tea. You want it in your butthole? Well, but I'm just you saying. You want it in your butthole? I don't know. So <laughs> let's really quickly, because nobody who is listening right now knows about what figging I is. Unless they know. And if you know, knows. you know. Yeah. All right. So figging is where you take uh, fresh ginger and you shave it so it's all nice and soft. And then the outside is not, there's no outside on it. Nice and burning. So you get like the good the good stuff um and then nice and burny and you either stick it up your vagina or your butthole depending on who you are um <laughs> anyways i guess it's been around for a long time i did not know this existed it has that article. roots did you did you read oh okay go for it um all right. So it has roots in ancient Greece. Figging is believed. Now, this is an article from Cosmopolitan. I have not done any other research on this subject, but I am curious. Not to do myself, but just curious. And then we'll segue into keeping the romance alive. <laughs> yeah. Because this I mean, is hey, not going to keep the romance alive. This is going to burn your well, butthole. Well, you haven't tried it. You don't know that. I just know, you don't that, know that it burns the butthole. I just don't. I mean, I'm look, not king shaming. I know everyone likes different things. To me... A burny butthole yeah. does not lead to romance, but that's me. That's Rachel Wrangle. But what kind of like what kind of burning are we talking about? Like, is it is it like super intense? Like you just ate a five alarm burrito burning, that or is it just fucking a, horrible? It does. It does. Or is it just like a a pleasant burn, t- numbing, tingling sensation? I don't know. Apparently, it's a BDSM thing, though. So it's like a, yeah, like pa- pain is pleasure type thing. Sensation play. All right. All right. All right. I know a couple people who may know about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, I think that. Do we need to. If, if you have a food I just, allergy to ginger, this is not the yep. activity to, for you. I like how they. That is true. They, they, they uh, added that in there. You need to skin it. Don't put in the dirty, the uh, actual like uh, the dirty skin part of it. Oh, this is so weird. I mean, I, I feel okay. Not king shaming, not king shaming because that's not. But I feel weird with the idea of bringing food into the like. I am buying this at the grocery store because I'm going to use this to have sex with. Like that to me is a little. I mean, little weird. you can buy lube and condoms at the grocery store. You can buy vibrators at grocery stores. You can buy the little Trojan, the little Trojan vibrating rings that go around the panesii. Uh, you can get those in the uh, reproductive aisle of some yeah. grocery stores. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. The same for me either. I don't know. Like, I, it just, I, for, for me, it feels like dirty intent to go in and buy ginger and be like, I mean, obviously nobody knows that you're going to buy ginger to shove it up your butthole. Oh, but man. I kind of like, like you, I'm imagining you like putting the ginger on the conveyor belt, like with shame in your eyes. Like you're like yeah. bringing it up separately from the rest of your food because this is bad food and that is good food. Bad, naughty exactly. ginger. Exactly. Um, I it does say that, that it's, you have to be careful because uh, if you don't like the sensation, it's not going to stop the second you take the ginger yep. out. Yep. Since you don't have a safe word. 
Oh, dear gosh. Anyway, yeah, it says it takes a few minutes for the sensation to max out, and then it will take a while for the intensity to subside. That's crazy. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not trying to be judgmental. Like, what consenting adults no, do in the no, bedroom no, no. with their, their pieces of ginger is totally up to them. Like, it's just very bizarre to Absolutely. me. I'm wondering, like, you know, it's just something, you know, I didn't know about, and now I do. Yeah. And now I do. Yep. Another thing that Absolutely. I sent you an article about that I didn't know about, but now I do, is, uh, okay, Rachel, do you remember the Peloton commercials? Uh, the man. Oh, uh yes okay um, just just for anyone who didn't see the commercial uh it's a commercial where this woman is like sit down and watch this video with me honey and it's basically like a video diary of her from the first day her husband bought her a peloton which is a very very expensive workout bike um and it's like chronicling her journey of getting up at 4 a.m every day and, and like doing a whole bunch of fucking exercise on this bicycle yep. and, and literally looking exactly the same at the end of the year because she was already extremely fit to begin with not that there's anything wrong with being fit and wanting to get fitter I don't give a shit about that but it was just like unless she specifically asked for that Peloton I really hope you didn't mm-hmm. just buy your your wife a workout bike for no reason anyway so a lot of people were mad about that commercial and I'm curious to see how many of them would be mad if they knew that you could buy a vibrating piece to attach to your Peloton that goes a buzzy buzz buzz while you're pedaling, pedaling, pedaling. And I mean, actually, it's just a seat cover. You have to buy the vibrator separately. Dear gosh. So it's not even economical. So it doesn't even come. Nope, it's not. You have to buy. The, it's a seat cover and it has a spot for a Bluetooth enabled vibrator. Um, my first thought upon reading that is because in the article it mentions possibly taking it to a spin class. Huh. What? No. How, how are you going to how are you going to put this thing on the bike on the sly and have people not know what you're doing? Like, oh, just got to put my fancy seat cover on, guys. Don't mind the buzzing. Don't mind the, the giant of the, smile the on my face as I'm in spin class, which makes no one smile. But also, who wants to continually move? Well, hmm, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be riding a bicycle and having an orgasm at the same time. Call me crazy. Well, no, I don't I don't think that that's something I would want to do and furthermore if I was going to do it I wouldn't do it in a fucking spin class I would do it in the privacy of my own home but I don't own a spin bike and I'm not about to drop three grand on a peloton because I already have a massaging bed frame oh my gosh you do have a massaging bed frame which has nothing to do with sex at all so before anyone gets a dirty mind about it this is not yeah it, it's not no, the it doesn't. one where you put the coins in and the whole thing shakes um yeah, nope. I, I, I mean, hey, man, the innovator is going to innovate, I guess. And uh, that's what they're doing. They're creating new things to do with the things that we're creating that are new. And this Peloton uh, O-seat is like um, not an official Peloton product, which I, I feel like, <laughs> honestly, they can only go up from how angry everyone was at that ad. Uh, yeah. And I, I I do think that it's interesting yeah. that the OC will only make it work with Peloton bikes, which I think is kind of, you know, a little bit classist because who the fuck is buying Not a, everybody not can, everyone can afford a Peloton. Yep. But hey, maybe everyone 
who rides a bicycle wants to be orgasming while they're doing it. Mm. I should I should read romance novels for Audible because listen to how sexy my voice is when I said orgasm. That was nice, right? I'm here. It was very Or did nice, you check actually. out mentally to protect um, yourself from drama? A uh, little bit of both. Okay. Definitely not reading anything about Pixar movies. Nope. Not anymore. Rachel, we are on the romance section of the podcast right now. We are. We are. We are we not are. talking um, about Pixar movies. They can be romantic. Um, very romantic so, anyways. and heartbreaking. Oh, my God. I mean, the I first, like, three minutes of that movie was, like, it goes from, like. I fucking know it. It's too much. Up is too much. It is too much. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, we, we kind of, like, had a little bit of a discussion about uh keeping the romance alive how do you do it i don't how do you keep the romance alive and i so for me um i spend a lot of my days as we know uh being told up 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 (laughs) thirsty thirsty no 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 peacock (laughs) up peacock um and so by the time zach gets home i am touched the fuck out Yes. Like hardcore just and and I feel like that's making me uh, work, uh, uh, not as great of a partner as I could be because I just mainly trying to recoup from the day. And by the time the kids go to sleep, man, I'm fucking done for. And so a friend of mine had brought up something um, and uh, I was just like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. How do we keep the romance alive? I feel like this is something we need to ask our listeners because we have listeners um, in varying stages of life who maybe will be able to give us some insight. I don't know. I think like probably the most important thing is taking care of yourself. And this is coming from someone. I mean, you and I have both been married and together with our husbands in some way or another, whether it was dating and then married for like a decade now. Like, a whole decade yeah one person yeah and like I will say one thing that helps is seeing my husband takes good care of himself like he's still very physically attractive and I try to also remain physically attractive for him but I still don't have the answer to that question I just think that there's certain things you have to do to just keep it good but I don't yeah I don't know if you can ever continually have a spark because that's like a chemical reaction in your brain, right? Like when you first. I think so. Yeah. When you first yeah. like f- meet somebody and then you start feeling physically attracted to them, your brain's doing something. And then when you start to fall in love with them, your brain's doing something. And then you settle yeah. into that like deep love that like we're in now where it's like you can still find your partner incredibly attractive and sexy and like you love them and would do anything for them. But it's still not going to be the same butterflies you had when you met them because your brain is literally doing different things than it was then like you're not producing the same chemicals like the dopamine dumps that you get so I don't know that's something I think we should we should like begin researching for the I think so too because for the pod yeah absolutely uh well our our eight-year anniversary is is rapidly approaching Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to decide like at first I thought that uh dinner um would be sufficient enough but after you know i've been kind of like talking about getting away for the weekend like needing that time to is i mean baxley's been sleeping with us 
occasionally yeah and like we're going to bed early you know it's just not there's just not a lot of time and um and it goes to say that like everyone's different too because like i have friends who like mm -hmm. homeschool and co-sleep and you know just are constant like i know it's it's something that i couldn't do um like not not the co-sleeping like Mm -hmm. my baby's totally co-slept with us like from time to time with their babies but like the homeschooling like my kids being at school during the day is like the time when I like get certain things done and I kind of get to just be me for a little bit. Um, but I was going to say yeah. for some people they can do this mom thing and do the, just be in mom mode all day and then jump right into like sexy woman wife mode. But it, it was very hard for me when my kids were little to switch on and off. So like I get where you're That's coming the, from. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, um what was that we were talking about the other night i don't remember i don't know everything's a blur i got you i'll just tell you what to think birds aren't real but they are but they are are they They are they are i've seen them be born in their little eggs so that's the only reason i believe in birds is because they hatched in my yard uh yeah i i don't know um this stage of life with like little kids like it, it gets easier as they get older like mine are older now so it's like easier for us to like mm-hmm. go on a date or a trip or what no, not anymore because we yeah. don't live near family so going on trips is pretty much out of the question now but like mm-hmm. we can we can like hang out with each other and go watch a movie upstairs and they can watch a movie downstairs and like they give us like little bouts of time where it's like they're not completely like on our backs like evil little anger monkeys um but you <laughs> anger monkeys anger monkeys but you're in like a totally different phase and you're doing it with twins so like i said mm. i can try to empathize but i haven't been there with twins um where it's like i almost feel like you just kind of got to ride it out unfortunately yeah like you kind of got to like just accept that it's gonna be hard and that yeah. it will get better but I can't think of a lot of romantic stuff that happened in my life around that time. I mean, even now it's hard to think of any like romantic times that we have together because it's like the amount of time that you get alone with your spouse. Yeah. Is not really enough to really like really truly switch back into like I'm an individual who has like thoughts and emotions outside of like running Mm -hmm. this house and paying bills and dealing with grief and dealing with anxiety and mothering and... I don't even know where I'm going. I'm just drooling on. No, it's that's exactly it. I actually cut all my hair off. Um, yeah, I did, you did like a good. modified pixie thing, and uh, Zach came home and he's like, "Wow, that's really short." And and so you know, he asked me last night. He um he asked how he can help me through this this crisis. Uh, in um, first of all, don't he, call it a crisis. He, uh, no, I said that's that's exactly what it is, and he and I said it's it's a little bit of like a, I called it a midlife crisis, but I'm not gonna call it that anymore. It's a third life crisis. Third life crisis. And um, and he said, you know, your your mom had mentioned a little bit of an identity crisis, and I was like, yeah, yeah, pretty much, because he asked me what I wanted. We decided that we we're just gonna do like stocking stuffers for each other for Christmas, since we you know we got like the big items or whatever. And um, he asked me what I wanted and what kind of stuff I liked. And I said, I don't know. 
I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I said, it. what I really want is to do a puzzle. I have a puzzle that he got me last year that I didn't get to finish. Um, and then, uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I like to read, but I don't have much time. Yeah, reading is very, very hard when you have little babies at home very very hard and so but but that's like that's that's what it was though it's just uh I don't know I don't know I said I I really truly don't know I asked for some fuzzy socks can't go wrong with fuzzy socks I know for my uh stocking Mm -mm. and Christmas presents I'm literally gonna give Matt a list of what to get because he really does not do well with it like he he he's capable of buying me like things that I'll like but like um I mean I just I know that it can kind of stress him out and I also know that sometimes mm-hmm. he'll go buy me, like, things that are, like, more expensive than what I would like, which is nice, but it's, like, I would have been fine with something smaller or less expensive, and I'm kind of like, why don't I just direct you in the in the way you need to be going with this? Go to Marshall's <laughs> and just buy something new. Right? No yeah. shit. <laughs> just buy, spend, like, 100 bucks at Marshall's on, like, small items. Everything $20 and under, I'll like it all. I'll like it all. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I know. Oh, I remember now what you were saying uh, that your friend said. It was something about, like, you can't remember the last time your husband actually took your clothes off. Mm-hmm. It's like, clear you can be having, like, regular sex as a married person. Or I shouldn't say as a married person. I mean, anyone who's in a long-term relationship. And and yeah. I'm just speaking for where I'm at and, like, you're just speaking for where you're at. Like, I know, I know everybody has it different. And some people might be, like, not struggling with this. But if you are, it's like... You can have, like, regular sex, and it's good, right? Like, it's satisfying, and, like, you're yeah, it's always, it's yeah, always it's always good. Yeah. But it's, like, trying to get back that, like, when you first started hooking up, and it was, like, when you, yeah, yeah like, taking off your, cl- like, it's just, it, it is, man. I think this is what the third life crisis is. This is the third life crisis. Yeah. Like, let's get is that there's a movie called Stella got her groove back that I've never seen, so I'm not gonna yep. speak on it. Further. I thought you were gonna say let's get naked, and so let's I was naked. gonna be like, fuck yeah, naked let's get naked. Um, I don't want to right now. I'm a little cold, but yeah, it's a little too cold to get naked. Feet are um, cold. And we just had a cold front come through, so I'm gonna pass on the nakedness too. Plus, my dog is sitting. I'm like also 10 going feet to away pass. and he will judge the fuck out of me. Weird. He'll be like, bish, what is you doing? Uh, no. Um, well, uh, you had some, some good news in the, uh, intermittent fasting department. Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, for my ego, which was like intermittent fasting is stupid. You're just skipping breakfast. Uh, no, I actually feel really good. I've been inter- like, and I'm not doing it super like religiously. Like I'll try to do it like during the week, for example. And then on the weekends when yeah, 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 yeah. we're all home, I'm not going to be like, sorry, kids, I can't go to Denny's with you. Cause I'm intermittent fasting. Like that's one thing that I was very worried about going into. To this is like I don't want to yeah I don't want to be like fasting and the kids it become like glaringly obvious to the kids that I'm that I'm not eating before noon because then they're gonna be like well should we not be eating and you know when you have daughters especially you have to be really really careful with oh sort of yeah like messages you're sending them about like diet and body image yep. and uh um they haven't really noticed and like I said when we're all hanging out on the weekends together I just go ham and I eat whatever I want I don't care um but yeah, I'm surprised at how how much my nausea has decreased. I've I've been dealing with like just random nausea that that tends to come on mm-hmm. for no reason for probably the past like eight or nine years, um, and I don't know why. It doesn't seem like it's necessarily something I'm eating. It might just be eating at all. Maybe my body's just like 
don't put food in me first thing in the morning. And I just haven't been even thinking about it because I was definitely subscribing to the whole like, uh, you don't want to put your body in starvation mode. So you need to be like feeding it small snacks all day long, which turns out is not necessarily true. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I I hate it. I hate the, uh, the, that this actually is like a thing that's working for me because uh, I really didn't Mm -hmm. think it would. And I hate being wrong. I hate being wrong. And I love being right. You I love it were so much. Right, Rachel. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I gotta say, man, uh, I um I, I do like how I refer to it as my feeding time, though. Like, I'll be talking to you, and I'll be like, 20 minutes yeah. till feeding time, because it's almost noon, and I'm about to yeah, for eat sure. this food. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. I actually uh, took a nap yesterday. It was like three hours. That's um, crazy. I can't nap for that long without waking up and feeling worse. Like, I have I, to do a quick I have to be like I didn't know nap. that I needed it. Yeah. Well, yesterday we woke up at 6 o'clock, and I spent the first 45 minutes being awake dealing with screaming children. So, uh, But, yeah, after I had a three-hour nap, I woke up, and I was like, wow, I actually feel kind of good. Like, I could take on the world yeah, right now. Yeah, you really needed that then. You really needed it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, so... Anything interesting in the news that you have want to talk about? So, um, on, while we're on the topic of food, um, I think it's very interesting mm-hmm. and also awesome that a lot more fast food restaurants are starting to offer plant-based options because they're realizing mm-hmm. <laughs> that that there's a market for it. And I mean, I feel like there's always been a market yep. for it. There's always been vegetarians. There's always been vegans. Uh, mm-hmm. My sister's been a vegetarian for like 15 years, I think and um that's wild yeah and it, it's like it, there's a few places she could go to get like a veggie burger um but not a lot and now it's like dunkin donuts has something uh hardy's really yeah um i saw it on a billboard they were like plant-based what what <laughs> um and then like i saw an article today that was like talking about like hardy's like and carl's jr and like you know just like fat city uh, but now they're starting to offer plant-based. And I, and I don't know what the calories look like on them. I don't know if they're actually any less calories. But, you know, in terms of yeah. whether or not you want to be consuming meat, it's 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 a great option. Also, like the Impossible Whopper, yeah. I've had that. It's actually just fine. It's good. It tastes just like any other veggie really? burger. But it's just like I like that there's just more options, you know? Yeah. Um, Sometimes we had a – I made, uh, I made plant-based burgers last night. Um, Zach said I couldn't call them burgers because they didn't have any meat in them. So I started calling them patties. Patties? You want one of these patties on a bunny? I got a patty on a bun. Actually, patty. it wasn't a bun. It was a couple pieces of lettuce. Oh, my God. Um, no, it isn't a burger. Now, you know what? Fuck that. That's not a burger. Not only is there no meat, but there's no bread. So you basically had a patty sandwich salad. A salad sandwich. You had a salad sandwich. I actually think that sounds really good. Yeah, um, with that being said, though, I made some uh, some zucchini fries. I did I like spiralized zucchini yeah, fries, curly fries. I know. We all know, Rachel. We know because it incited oh my, oh my it incited God. violence in the group chat. It did. So, and you know what? Ain't no shame in my game. So, anyone who's listened to the podcast before probably knows that uh, Rico is our good friend, and who's also been on the podcast before. He's fucking obsessed with French fries, like. He came and stayed with me for like a week and a half and I watched him rip apart every restaurant based on 
whether or not the fries were good. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I honestly, like, I eat fries differently now after having spent that much time with Rico because now I'm like, mm, this, oh, sure. Yeah, like, now I have a better appreciation for, like, a good French fry. So anyway, when you said you yep. made zucchini fries or zucchini French fries or something like that, I was like, you basically just shit all over Rico's religion and you should be ashamed of yourself. And he was mm-hmm. hurt and we almost canceled the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't do any of that. But, yeah. um... Did they taste good? Oh, my God. They were so fucking good. Even the kids were going crazy for them. Well, see, there you go. You found something that the kids will eat and not throw on the floor. So just, like, make those every night. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. It was a labor yeah. of work. Um, yeah. It was It was a lot of work. Uh, so on the topic of food, I just ordered uh, two years worth of Bon Appetit magazines. Hi, Tunes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got really excited. It came, it came with a free tote and five, uh, E recipe books. Oh my gosh. You're such a food nerd. I I get it though, because I, I still really enjoy like actual tangible media sources when it comes to, uh, like cooking. Yeah, me too. Like I hate having to pull up a recipe. That's why I have so many cookbooks. Yeah. I do too, because then you're you're you know you're touching your phone with your fast food or with your food hands, and then you know there's just all sorts of. Yeah. Mm, no, I don't like it. But either. yeah, so I'm like pretty 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 pumped about that. I didn't tell Zach because that just happened. Nah, today. we're not going to tell Zach, and Zach's not going to listen to this because we're not going to tell him that we have a podcast. We're going to tell him it's canceled, and then he'll never listen ever again. That's I don't right. think Matt's ever well, listened to more um, than one episode. The fact that he listened to one episode was pretty astounding to me. So we can just talk mm, all kinds of shit about listening. him. It's fine. Me, 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 we will. And then whoever listens to it will tell our husbands that we're talking all sorts of shit about talking them. It's fine. Shit it's all fine. about your husbands. That's marriage. Um, speaking of marriage, are you not super, super happy that you are not single and out in the dating world after hearing about snow globing? Oh, my God. I I don't know if I would know how to like flirt with someone anymore. Oh, I like, definitely don't. I I I definitely don't. I'm I don't think I was ever good at it, but now like when I was in my early 20s it was okay cuz I was cute. Um but now I think I'm broaching on that creepy I don't even know, like the creepy no auntie okay who. so no you're not the creepy auntie you're yeah. still a young woman i will say though i relate um and it was the same thing for me when i was younger um i didn't ha- i was not a good flirt i was not that funny or interesting but i was relatively cute and you can ride on your looks alone when you're 20 years old you really can't you can just you can, you can just coast can. on that shit you can just walk around and be like here i am hot uh when you're 30 you popped out yeah. a couple kids you got some trauma, mm. some grief, some just, you got lots of bills. Oh, so many fucking bills. All of, all of those. I got bills. Sack bills. Yeah, you got to take pri- probiotics and They're and multiplying. Like, my life has changed. Then you got to be oh interesting. So yeah, there, there, there are many times where I look at my husband and think, I probably could not trick you into liking me if I, if we were single now and I was trying to Brave. initiate this. Like I would have to actually like permanently have a Snapchat filter on my face so that you didn't. Didn't know yeah. about the deep lines making their way through my, oh, my face like a river through a canyon. Um, okay, so snow globing. So this is just, you know, some of the fresh hell. I really enjoyed that voice <laughs> that just happened. You Wait, wait what? 
I, I enjoyed that voice. I'm glad that you liked that voice. I will I will read thank a whole you. book to you for Audible in that voice. Um, so anyway. Uh, thank you. Snow globing is basically. I, I mean, because we all know about like, you know, like cuffing season, right? Another word that I don't think existed when we were young and single, right? I don't know what cuffing means. Just, is this some sort of weird sex thing? No, it's not a sex <laughs> thing. It's a, you know, during the summer you want to be free and untethered, right? But then it gets cold. It gets cold and there's hay rides and Christmas lights to look at and bonfires and everyone's flying home to see their family. And what better time than to have a boyfriend okay. or a girlfriend? I get right? that. So that's cuffing season. This is when everybody kind of settles down for the cold months. Uh, snow globing is basically when you want someone to go do all those things with you, but then you ghost them. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds kind of not nice yeah so cosmo co- coined this and like don't ask me why i'm getting information from cosmo like i said we've talked about how silly cosmo is as like a as like a, yeah, a source of information but they do have really good uh like light things to talk about in terms of like sex and relationships yes, like i like it um so yeah snow globing mm-hmm. this the person that spends the entire month of december with you making you feel like you're inside your own little wintry fairy tale only to unceremoniously dump your ass in january yeah that precious world of lovey feels you've been living in is shattered so allow us to totally break down this dismal dating trend for y'all so you can spot it when you see it. it's happening your bff or even in your own relationship or a situationship, which is another term that I don't think existed until the past few years. So yeah, you, you take fam. You may even take this person home to meet your family. You drop the ball on New Year's Eve and give each other a kiss in your sparkly dress that you ordered off Amazon that got there in two days. Uh, yeah, and then you just get dumped. So you know. I only brought two people home to meet my family. Uh, one of them was my high school sweetheart. So we were together for a very long time. Uh, third longest relationship goes Amazon, Zach, mm. and then my mm. ex. Um, and then the other one I brought home, my grandfather politely pulled me aside and said, Rach, I love you, but is that young man a homosexual? Mm. So. So that didn't work out. No, no. Didn't work out. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, I guess I brought Zach home, but obviously we we're married already. So, um, you're like, by the way, here's my husband. Yeah. Also, I've, I've noticed, like, with my family, it's better just to, like, marry someone before they meet anyone because then that way they they're can't stuck. run for the hills. Yeah. They're stuck. Yeah, basically, trapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, trapped. that's what I did yeah. with Matt. I, I, I trapped him with a child, even. I even threw in a child there. I mean, that's that's how I got him to marry me in the first place. It's like, hey, that's do you want to pay child support, or would you rather just, like, date me forever? And he was like, eh, you're all right. I'll, I'll date you forever. Um, so... Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, snow globing sounds miserable. Um, I had a I, the first guy I ever like had major feelings for and did physical things with in high school. Definitely took me to meet his family over his birthday, and then like pretty much, I wouldn't even say dumped me because we weren't in a relationship. But I was, I liked him, and he was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, nah, you like me more than I like you," and um, he was right. <laughs> and I'm it, it is what it is <laughs> but it is confusing if somebody does something like introduce you to their family and then they 
And then right. Like, nah, I was just kidding. Because like generally, I, was, I would think you'd say. But you know, everyone's different. Some people may not think it's that serious to take you home to meet their family. But the holidays, that seems... Yeah, the holidays are a special time because that's a special time of crazy for for a lot of people. Uh, That's like inviting, you know. Yeah, that's that's snow globing, you know. Reason 538 why uh, it's hard to be single now. I think. I I don't know. know. It It seems hard because now also I feel like. Well, no, because social media was obviously a thing when we were, before we got married, but, um, you had, but it wasn't like as big of a thing. Yeah. You like Instagram wasn't around yet. So it's like, you couldn't like get on there and see their thirst traps, trappy thirst. Speaking of thirst traps, uh, can we just talk about how much yes. I'm loving the Rico stories that he's been giving us lately? Rico, shout out to you. Absolutely. I love you. I love your stories and, uh, send me my child support or I'm going to take you to court. How's that? Yeah. Uh, that that was a very, I'm sure that message will be very well received. Yes, good. I feel like it will good. be. Um, I feel like I had, I had a bunch of stuff that I wanted to talk about, but. Your brain is mush. You know. It, it, it really is. It is. It's so mushy. Um, I have been taking, I don't know if we talked, I've been trying to work on uh, minim, minimizing my life. Uh, I started listening to this podcast called, called "A Slob Comes Clean," mm. and like I'm not a I'm not a dirty person, mm-hmm. but I'm not like a tidy person. Not a neat Does freak. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's most people. And so I'm trying. Yeah, and so I've been trying to like downsize things, and um, I've thought about doing a capsule wardrobe, but then also I don't want to do a capsule wardrobe. <laughs> You're like, I thought about that, but then um, I thought, nah, better not. Nah, son. Uh, but yeah, so I've been reading a lot on like the minimalism on Reddit and stuff. Uh, and I'm learning lots of I'm You should talk to Angie. Angie's very into like minimalistic living. Um, I am not Angie's level yet. I know that she has one plate, one bowl, and one yeah, cup dude. for everybody. Angie does and not that's... fuck around with like clutter. She doesn't like it. I mean, she she has no. like things in her house that are, it's not like, it's not like a Scandinavian like it's not like an Ikea, like, uh, staged room mm-hmm. in her house. But she definitely, like, really prefers not to have, like, excess stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to do it in stages. Yeah. yeah you can't You can't do definitely. an overhaul. I'm- the overalls are hard. You, there is a book, and I know that, um, I know you're not religious, but I don't necessarily think you have to be religious to read her stuff. Jen Hatmaker wrote a book called Seven that I read with Angie, like, four or five years ago um like in conjunction with like a bible study and they were talking it was jen hatmaker who who did a challenge where she could only have seven items of clothing for like and i can't remember how long she did it for but it was like a challenge where it was like unsubscribe yeah (laughs) it was hard she had like a pair of jeans a pair of underwear like a shirt yeah it was crazy (laughs) and then like you know like she could only eat seven foods like she cut everything back to, and so it was like a really major i mean she was delete she was writing a book so like she kind of had to get weird with it but that book definitely made me uh, kind of look at like things that i had around that like had that i don't use that i don't care about that are in my house and so like well do- i've been trying to get rid of this motherfucking dresser dresser jesus christ just give it away be like free been- if you put it up for free someone will come take uh- it out of your house for you 
I know. I've been trying, and Zach is not ready for that. So I've been looking at, like, Chester drawers. (laughs) Chester drawers. (laughs) Super salad. I'll take the super salad, please. I'll take the super salad, please. (laughs) Crunchy crouton. Anyways. uh, (laughs) Yep. Life, man. I'm also starting to downsize all my products of everything. Like, I don't know. Uh, I've been... I'm not doing a very good job right now. This week's been <laughs> yesterday morning uh, after our, our morning freak out. And I was sitting, laying with the kids who were not ready to be up on, um, they were both laying on top of me on the couch. And I told Zach, I was like, this is the longest fucking week of my life. And he's like, Rachel, it's Tuesday morning. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> I fucking know it. Okay. <laughs> like, I, know. I know exactly what day it is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man yeah i'm learning all sorts of new things um there was something i wanted to talk about that was important and i I saved it somewhere we're gonna have to do it on a mini episode which we said we were gonna do but then we haven't done yet because life is insane yes and also we're gonna be doing a giveaway yes we are gonna do a giveaway we should probably talk about that we're first of all we're gonna start making merch uh Yes. I know we've been talking about it, but I'm I'm very uh like I'm I'm very It's time for merch. It's time for it's merch time. because we have a nice little loyal following and it doesn't need to be huge to be important, right? So nope. it's like nope. our moms would like coffee cups that say like Moody Broads Podcast or Moody Squad or some other weird shit that they associate with us. Um Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Super Nintendo. Yes. Like Super Nintendo. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we're going to we're gonna start working on yeah. a giveaway. So just like be on the lookout or ear out. Be yes. on the listen out for that because this is a audio podcast out. only. Well, and also on our, on our page or whatever. And also I ordered some handmade soaps from last week. I shouted out this gal that I know on the web. Line yes. site. Yes. And so I ordered a bunch of handmade soaps for our giveaway um, from her. So that's that's exciting because I love them. I you love them. I actually came up with them? this idea while I was drinking drinking wine at 5 p.m. in my bathtub in one of her uh, – I ordered a bunch of, like, bath soaps and stuff. And so – Yeah, you um, got really yeah, hyped my the podcast in the bathtub. And I'm starting to think that maybe you need, like, that, like, a, like at least once a week, just, like, your bathtub podcast hype zone where you can get, like, excited. Like, I have my moments, too, where I'm like, and we're going to do this with the podcast. And then I have days where it's, like, really hard to find the time to record. Uh, so it's, like, it's all about balance. But, yeah, bathtub brainstorming. That seems to be your thing, bro. There, you can get, like, a suction cup that holds a wine glass and keep it in your bathtub now. You know that, right? If anybody wants to get that for me for Christmas. Christmas is coming up. Um, I really do my best work in bathtubs, don't you I? You do. I mean, that's where I'm really great at being hungover. Mm-hmm. And I'm really great at coming up with ideas. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm really great at relaxing in them. I think I'm just going to start living in my bathtub. I don't see how this could possibly backfire for you. I don't either. Yeah. No, it'll, it'll be. I mean, it'll well, be good. No. I do my thinking um, when I'm driving alone. I, I get into some some thought. I don't get to drive alone. No, I know you don't. You will in like three years when they go to school. Or sooner if you put them in preschool. But I know that it's 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 hard. I'm looking into it. It's it's hard to find a preschool that's like a reasonable cost that isn't like 
scary. So I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. I do. Well, anyway, Rach, um, let's trying to think. Got shit to I, do. I got it. People to see. I got to talk about a podcast I've been listening to because I, okay, so I listened to this podcast called True Sex and Wild Love, and it's hosted by um, Dr. Wednesday Martin, who is the author of Untrue, which is like your favorite of your books. And then um, mm-hmm. the other gal's name is. Hold on. What's it called again? I'm going to look it up and I'm going to start listening. It's fantastic. True Sex and Wild Love um true yes true sex and oh, wild love all right and so it's her and her co-host um who i believe is named whitney yes whitney mm-hmm. miller she's a former miss texas um she's a relationship coach and everything anyway she's like a, a hottie with a body they're both very pretty women uh so anyway okay so i'm listening to an episode of their podcast and they have kyle kingsbury come on and do an episode who he's a former ufc fighter and his wife is a former UFC octagon girl, and they've been married for, um, they've been together for like eight years, married for like four, I don't know, something like that. So they're polyamorous. And it was insane to me because like, I hear podcasts all the time about couples who have like non-traditional relationships. But we always joke about having two husbands. His wife basically has two husbands. Like she's living that life. And... It was an interesting episode because, and like his pot, and then I started listening to his podcast because I was like, wow, that's a really interesting person. And he talks a lot about fitness. He's really into plant medicines and uh, using psychedelics for like uh, healing properties. Uh, uh-huh. They're really into fitness. Like they're both like fucking ripped, beautiful individuals. They're both really into just mm-hmm. like growing as people like I, I really like that those are two podcasts I would recommend now would be the Kyle Kingsbury podcast and then true sex and wild love but yeah he like literally was like I just subscribed yeah, to they're both, both fantastic them. but he literally was just like yeah um I'm the one who brought up having an open marriage we talked about it for like years and then we decided to do mm-hmm. it they have a child together so they were very hesitant to do it but now she has a boyfriend who like basically like spends all his time with them helps with their kid they work out together they work together like it blew my mind i don't think this could work for most people but i thought it was so interesting like i kept texting matt like this is really like people are really doing this he's like wow like i cannot imagine and like they they're so candid about how much work it is um it sounds like almost exhausting how much work it is and they've also been like i was gonna say that sounds like a lot like i feel like most days i can barely take care of myself and then to throw in another another person on top of the other person that you're already failing see and that's i was gonna say they have one kid they're in the civilian world which i think does make a difference obviously the military lifestyle is different like we don't see our husbands as much there's a set of rules that they have to adhere to like it's completely different yeah these are like two civilians who are like self-employed uh athletes uh so like it's just it's different i don't know how they do like when i say i don't know how they do it that's why i wanted to listen to the podcast and it's just like blowing my mind um because like i said like you get like this thought in your head of what that would look like and I mean she's mm-hmm. literally this really beautiful little like athletic former octagon girl with like two six foot four men who are like 100% devoted to her and it 
just kind of like I feel like that's the life yeah yeah she's definitely living the life but I was just like I wish that like well not not that I I think it's interesting because the level of security like that both those men have to have in themselves like that goes against a lot Mm -hmm. of like not just cultural but like like what's the word yeah culturally and socially like that blew my mind so i would highly recommend listening to their podcast and like they i also like that they're kind of like yeah we'll totally share our journey with you but like if anybody's rude to them they just immediately are like fuck off they block them like they don't they're like we're sharing parts of our life because we want to and um because because we're we want to open this up but like they're like absolutely no bad vibes like we're not opening ourselves up to your bullshit so i thought that was interesting i like that they were cool um on a on a different note but similar (laughs) did you hear about that there was a there was like i think it was a huffington post or daily mail there's a girl in florida who has four boyfriends and she's pregnant and they did a video about them i did see that that. wild well i read it I think I started to watch the video and then, but yeah, I was actually, I was going to bring that up, but I couldn't remember yeah, that was anything about it because my brain smushed. Well, it was like weird because like I heard about it first on the local radio station or not. I don't think it's local, but mm-hmm. I think it's like, it, it's, I, I don't know. Well, yeah. One of the bigger like morning radio shows and like one of the older yeah, yeah. Southern men on it mm. was talking about it. And he's like, this is just weird. And so he was like, they look like they need to brush their hair more instead of just having all these girl or boyfriends. And I was just like, oh, oh, now I have to watch the video. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was yeah. kind of one of those things where I was just like, you know what? If they're happy, they're happy. Like, I don't care. But I do agree yeah. that uh, everyone needs to take better care of themselves. Take Absolutely. Care of yourself to. and eat. A broccoli once in a while. They may eat broccoli. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I just, I don't know why it made people I so ate broccoli. Angry. Because people don't have, like, they, they would rather turn their rage out towards other people instead of this, looking this inwards at themselves and their flaws. About the video is the state of their house. And, like, you have five adults living in that house and it looks like that. That's fucking pathetic. Like, if you have that many adults. I didn't watch the yeah, video, but see, now I'm going to have to watch, watch the video Because I was just like, girl. You got all these men's. Your yard should be looking yeah. pristine. All those men, you should it have. Should be. Uh, you should have a very green lawn. They should be like putting supplements on the lawn to make it green. Okay. Right? Like you should have. What, is it woman and four yeah, four boyfriends? So. She's young too. She's very young. She's only like twenty years old. Four. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like that was probably the most upsetting part of the video to me. Is I'm just like you know what? Instead okay. of playing, I found it. it's New York Post. Instead of playing games, little board games. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys, I don't know, clean up the house. Just clean up the house. Just make it look. I mean, you got all these men. Put them to work. Put them to work. That's. Okay. So says the men take turns spending time with her, swapping in and out of her bed each night. Now, is that one one guy per bed? I don't know. One guy per night? Or is that exhausting. all of them? I would not want to that be responsible seems like so for much four work. different men to be satisfied sexually. And she's pregnant. Uh, I would just right? tell her, like, get the fuck out. Go mow the lawn, mop the floors, and leave me the fuck alone. Right? 
Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was a crazy story I saw. So like two very opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. there. Um. Anywho, well, I'm not judging. No, no judging. No judgment. For me. It's crazy for me to think about. But yep. I mean, one thing they said in the video is like, "Hey, man, like it's four. It's it's five people who are gonna love this baby." So I don't, I don't. Yep. And also, do you know if all of them have jobs, how little they're each paying for like a mortgage well, and stuff? Well, that's the thing is I don't like, know if they if are. Like I said, was, I looked at the video and I was like, you guys should be doing better in life than you are right now if there's this many of you pooling resources. Right? Gonna, yeah. I don't know. Anywho, I guess we can call okay. it a yeah. call it a day on the Third Life Pod episode. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna though. totally go yeah. ask our and listeners re- how I'm- they keep the spark alive because I am super curious. Me too. Let's do it. Let's go be scientists. Let's do it. Thank you. You're welcome. I love being a scientist and a doctor of alligators. I'm an alligator scientist. Doctor of alligators. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Anyways, um, thanks for listening, friends. We appreciate you. And stay tuned for our giveaway information. When we know something, you all know yeah, something. Yeah, eventually we'll know something. If you see something, say something. Yeah, you are a mandated reporter of giveaways. Yes. yes. Anyways. Right. Bye, guys. Ta-ta for now. Bye. I did it again.